0: We've got the New Orleans Saints heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams as four-point underdogs. The total is set at 46. This is Showdown Coverage brought to you by SharpFootballAnalysis.com. I'm your host, Adam Wildey, and before we jump over to DraftKings, let me remind you to use promo code ANGLES to get 15% off your subscription at SharpFootballAnalysis.com. If you are out of the fantasy football playoffs or you're just looking to transition into some other form of gambling because you have... um You've won. You've won your championship, whatever it may be. Uh, this is your opportunity to get into the betting sphere. Go over to sharpfootballanalysis.com, subscribe, get 15% off using promo code ANGLES, and uh, get your betting advice over there. So let's jump over to uh, DraftKings for this uh, for this really fun slate. So this slate is going to be really tough not to um, teeter totter on. It's actually a really good game two um seven and seven teams but two teams that can actually play some okay football and um a lot of playoff implications on the line for this one so it's actually um pans out to be one of our better thursday night games that we've seen this season but you have um the saints who had they they've passed the 30 point threshold a couple times this season but uh The Rams are doing it consistently of late. So if you had to pick one team, and of course the Rams are four-point favorites at home, um, if you do have to pick one team that you think could, could pass that 30-point threshold, it's probably going to be the Rams. But the reason it's so difficult to to really take a stand on the Rams is that the um, their Saints counterparts are just significantly cheaper um, acro- across the board. You've got Alvin Kamara, who is cheaper than Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup. Um, you have Chris Olave, who's coo- uh, cheaper than Puka Nakua. You have uh, Derek Carr, who is cheaper than Matthew Stafford. And all in all, those players, um, their median projections compare favorably to their counterparts. So it, there, it does make some sense to play the Saints, even though normally you really want to start by saying, "I'm probably going to build around the four-point home favorites." Um, in the end, I probably will still build around uh, the Rams, and that's because um, I like all of their primary options um, in the in the captain spot more than any of the Saints options. So at the end of the day, um, if you're going to be building your uh, 20 max around three captains, maybe four captains, but usually you want to stick with around three for your 20 maxes, then you're probably going to want to build around the the team that is involved with your captain. So let's go ahead and, and jump into it. Um, Kyron Williams is there at the top with 11,200, but Cooper Cup's not far behind. The thing about Cooper Cup is just that Puka Nakua is um, so much cheaper, 1400 cheaper, and is getting similar workloads, similar target share in the offense, um, has a similar ceiling this year, has had a better ceiling than Cooper Cup at times. So it it's, gets kind of difficult to click on Cooper Cup um, over Puka Nakua when you really could use the savings um, on this slate. So. Puka Nakua is going to be my favorite option over Cup. I would still consider Cup in the captain spot, but it's between Cup and Stafford for me right now, and we'll get to that in a moment. So back to Kyron Williams there at 11200 most expensive player of the slate, but the safest volume on the slate. He's going to be involved as a receiver. He's going to be involved on the ground. Massive, massive upside. Um, A lot of times you haven't been gravitating towards the running backs at Captain, uh, this season, but Kyron Williams is in a really good spot. He's, um, kind of Travis Etienne esque. And then in a way, kind of a, a bit of a better workload, really, as insane as that is to say, say, um, think about that starting the season that Kyron Williams would be having a better workload than Travis Etienne, but that's kind of how I view him. But Travis Etienne is always a staple of my Jaguars builds just because it, um, takes a game script element out of it because I know that he'll be involved. And that's the same thing with Kyron Williams. I don't really need to worry about if it's a, you know, a, a 17 to 14 stinker, which it, it certainly could be uh, because he'll still be utilized plenty regardless of game script. So um, if I have to pick between Kyron Williams and Cooper Cup at that price range, I'm going Kyron Williams. If I have to pick w- between Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua for my favorite Rams captain, um going Puka Nakua. Could Cooper Cup make that look very silly? Um, Yeah, obviously. (laughs) So getting into Alvin Kamara at 10,800. It's a nice little discount. I mean, 400. You don't think is a lot, but then when you get into building on this slate, the the salary is really tight because it is so top heavy um, in in the way that this uh, slate projects. So the 400 does kind of make a difference, and Alvin Kamara certainly could uh, go blow for blow with Kyron Williams. I kind of like fitting them both in the lineups, knowing that neither of them are really game script dependent. So I really don't mind fitting um, Kyron Williams and Alvin Kamara in the lineups just to get kind of crazy because once you get to that point, it's going to be really tough. I mean, you're going to probably fit one of the quarterbacks in as well, but then you're going to have a pretty unique lineup from there. So that's just something to consider. A lot of times people won't want to play two running backs from the same game, especially when they're both extremely expensive. Um, So that's one way you could approach the sleep. And um, they both have the best projectable volume of the sleep. So Matthew Stafford at 10,000 is super reasonable. Now he is 1,000 more than Derek Carr, but I have a lot more faith in in Matthew Stafford having a sort of uh, 300-yard, three-touchdown performance over Derek Carr having that same performance. Um, It is worth noting, next is uh, Chris Olave. It is worth noting that Derek Carr's primary receiver and Chris Olave is um, coming off of injury. Uh, didn't practice this week, but is expected to play. Doesn't even have a questionable tag. So uh, that's good going into tomorrow. Uh, we don't have to worry about whether or not Chris Olabi is going to play. But then, of course, Michael Thomas hasn't been around for a few weeks as well. So you have Rashid. Rashid. <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong. Which Shahid is um, 7000 which is more expensive than um, what you would typically like for the Saints' second receiver. Even Michael Thomas was – uh, I I believe Michael Thomas was 7,600 when he was having a pretty nice little run there during the season before his injury. So it just kind of is uncomfortable to play Shahid. Like when you start building a lineup and you're spending so much of your salary on Derek Carr, Chris Olave, and Shahid, and then you don't have enough salary left over to get two of Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua. you find yourself in a pretty tough spot. So I'll probably avoid Shahid and then uh, Taysom Hill, as fun as he is to play at tight end, probably going to avoid him as well at 6,600. He's priced as a backup quarterback, even though he's listed as a tight end, um, just because that's that's how it works with him. Tyler Higby at 5,800 is uh, interesting because he is in a price range that is going to be unpopular. Uh, He will probably come in at a pretty low roster percentage, uh, percentage relative to the rest of the Rams. So he's a nice contrarian option in large field tournaments, but he's not necessarily. I mean, he's not even projected uh, anywhere close to hitting value on 5,800. So not somebody that I'm looking to prioritize in like small field, you know, single entry stuff. Not too interested in Tyler Higbee, but for large field, just for the sake of saying, uh, hey, I do want to build around the Rams, but I I need to figure out how to get unique somewhere. You can certainly do that with Tyler Higbee. You get down here to Jamal Williams. So they will be without Kendra Miller. Uh, Jamal Williams will be handling the bulk of the backup duties. Once again, uh, 4200 is a nice price for Jamal Williams. I do not mind sprinkling him in even midfield. Tournaments. Um, Jamal Williams is a is a phenomenal option. Alvin Kamara has been handling the bulk of the workload, but um, Jamal Williams has been known to to punch in a couple touchdowns in, in a single game, and his workload should probably go up a touch. Um, I'm getting news so Kendra Miller was upgraded to limited participation in practice. Um, so he is questionable. Okay, um, that is uh, Adam Kaplan on Twitter. Okay, I appreciate that. So is questionable. I had him as out, um, so that would definitely make a difference. Uh, zero interest in either Jamal Williams or Kendra Miller if Kendra Miller is active. Um, of course, if Kendra Miller is not active, uh, revert back to Jamal Williams being a nice target in uh, mid to large field tournaments as uh, somebody with two touchdown upside. Jawan Johnson at 4,000, um, he's he's like – I always go back to Noah Gray because Noah Gray has been my favorite for so long. So my barometer for cheap tight ends is like, are you better than Noah Gray? Are you worse than Noah Gray? And then I compare the salaries to that. So um, Jawan Johnson I would rather see around like – 2,600, 2,800, and then I can be excited about Jawan Johnson when you get to 4,000 and I only need to find 600 to get up to one of the kickers, then I'm probably just going to go with one of the kickers because the roster percentage will be similar anyways. It'll be around 20%, whether you go Jawan Johnson or you go groupie. So I'm just going to go with the kicker probably in most instances. If it's super large field and I've got Derek Carr on the lineup, things change a little bit. I'll get Juwan Johnson, but if we're just talking small field stuff and I need two saints to go with my, um, with my ramps four by two, just give me, um, give me the kicker, give me the kicker. And I'll take my, you know, 10 points hopefully and, and feel really strong about that. Especially if it's a low scoring game, you have AT Perry stepping into a, a reasonable size role with the saints, but, I'm not too terribly interested in, in Perry because um, you have two two out well down there, twenty eight hundred, and that reminds me that we did skip over to Marcus Robinson. And Marcus Robinson is up there at 5,400. Um, so I missed I missed Robinson, but Robinson has played a significant role for the Rams in the past couple weeks, and he's been um, even better than the box score has demonstrated. Actually, because he's getting uh, multiple red zone targets. I think they targeted him two plays in a row, if I recall correctly from Sunday. Definitely at least once um, on a on a uh, on a free play last week that I remember seeing. So, uh, it is interesting that Tutu Atwell has been kind of pushed to the side, but he's still getting, um, enough run to be considered at 2,800, especially if you're heavily stacking the ramps. Um, definitely still interested in Tutu Atwell at 2,800. But like I mentioned earlier, you don't have a ton of value on the slate that, um, That I'm really interested in. So that's why the $400 really matters. And we'll see when we get into building in just a second. It's a really, really tight sleep. You have some guys like Royce Freeman at $2,600, kind of worth considering, right? But Kyron Williams, actually, Kyron Williams, I think has played 100% of the snaps at times this year. And he's definitely liable to get up there to 85 to 90%. So it just, do you really go with Royce Freeman um, when you could go with? Two out Atwell and hopefully hope that you get a long bomb. Really, you don't really like going with either of them, so you have to try to stay in the cheap price range. That's why um, Chris Olave kind of intrigues me as captain. If I weren't so dead set on stacking the Rams, because he is 8600, he can um, you can get you can squeeze in Saints two by fours. So two Saints, four Rams. You would have Chris Olave a captain, uh, Derek Carr in the flex, and then four Rams. And you might be able to squeeze that in because um, Chris Olave is uh, pretty cheap. But the issue with that is that that just doesn't, um, it doesn't hit very often. Um, It certainly feels viable in this slate, but it doesn't hit very often. So um, since we just, yeah, I'll take the question, Matt. And then since we just talked about uh, Chris Olave, we'll start with him at captain too. Let me build that in. Okay, Chris Olave at captain. And uh, of course, we have to go with Derek Carr. Um, so, with Derek Carr in the flex, Chris Olave, captain, going to get to the question in just a second. Um, so, Chris Olave, captain, Derek Carr in the flex, and then we have to try to get these Rams in. And this is why it gets so difficult so fast. Um, I want Kyron Williams in as many lineups as I can. And you can already see my average salary is going down to five thousand six hundred. That takes me out of Matthew Stafford already. Can be done a four by two without the quarterback. Not uh, not normal. So we're going to go ahead and try to do that, which means we're definitely going to want the Rams in our lineup. So this is already going to get to like a midfield tournament kind of thing. Uh, Demarcus Robinson would be fine. And that leaves 7,700 like Shahid maybe. And then you've got a three by three. That's a fine three by three. And three by three is not the worst thing on this slate either. I typically stay away from three by threes. But um, on this slate where price is so tight, like I cannot stress enough how tight salary is going to be on this slate. Um, I'm okay with going through by threes because you can get kind of weird with it. Like we did on this, uh, in this lineup. So you have Chris Olave, captain, Derek Carr, Kyron Williams, Rams, Demarcus Robinson um, and Shahid. So the question is uh, Adam, you used to do content for another SIM site. Uh, Robinson will take a hit with Tutu back. No. Um, Yes, I did. I used to do, I used to work with run the SIMs still love that site and Robinson will take a hit with Tutu back, but Uh, The amount that he's been involved over the past two weeks, I do feel like he kind of solidified his role. And I do think that's kind of why he was priced that way, because Tutu was, um, I believe, known to be back before salaries came out. I could be wrong on that one. Uh, But I think that Demarcus Robinson kind of did earn the $5,400 price tag uh, for this slate. So in that sense, um, if you, like me, believe that Demarcus Robinson earned uh, a more solidified role. Um, you really like him at 5400 because his roster percentage will be pretty low so i do like trying to fit demarcus robinson in there with tutu back and like i mentioned earlier whether demarcus robinson's a huge um has a huge role or not i still like tutu at well at 2800 because of the way that he can score his fantasy points and because of the fact that i need to find unique ways to to get to Ram stacks because as we saw in the first build we put together, it's really hard to get four Rams. And even though, you know, you want four Rams in your lineup because you expect them to win. I do. I think that the Rams have the best shot at getting to 30. So I expect them to, to win and be the better offense with a better ceiling. Um, It, it's clear that you have to get creative in doing that. So another thing that I wanted to, to explore before we got out of here was uh, Matthew Stafford at captain, because I think with Kyron Williams, Cooper cup and Puka Nakua all, well, first of all, Puka Nakua is only 9,600 and his median projection is going to be right around Stafford's. So you save 400 there. I I think that Puka Nakua is going to have a more popular roster percentage than Stafford. Um, But then also, of course, Kyron Williams and Cooper cup are, uh, names that people are going to be really excited to click on. So Matthew Stafford could come in with sub sub 10% roster percentage. And people haven't been as keen on stacking quarterbacks this year as they have in years past. Um, it worked for me last week with Jared Goff. That worked really well with Jared Goff. And and I happened to have him heavily stacked with Sam LaPorta and um, Amon Ross St. Brown. So really similar to what we're trying to do tonight. So let's go ahead and throw Matthew Stafford at captain. And then we want to stack him with Buka Nakua and probably go down to we'll try Robinson and actually maybe Tutu as well. Um, We might not need to do this, but let's just give it a shot. And then I really like Chris Olave at his price and I want to see how much is left. I was hoping I could get to Derek Carr here, but I cannot quite get to Derek Carr. And I don't really have. Here goes back to not having a ton of options that are cheap on the slate i don't really have a viable drop from demarcus robinson unless i go either rams kicker which i don't usually love to do with captain quarterback or i could do rams defense still not something i'm necessarily thrilled about but um i don't hate it either because uh we'll get to that in a second let me click rams and then throw Derek carr in there um, and then talk about that for a moment sorry i went saints um Okay, so the reason I want to talk about this is because um, this breaks a rule that a lot of people will probably implement into their optimizer. And whenever I can do that viably, I do want to do that because it's going to uh, create a unique lineup and make me less likely to be duped, et cetera. having uh, Derek Carr in the same lineup as the Rams defense, something that uh, optimizers don't usually want you to do. But since Derek Carr is pretty cheap, Chris Olave is super cheap. Uh, I don't mind it on the slate. And also Derek Carr could easily just throw a pick six and then be fine the rest of the game. Like that's something well within his range of outcomes. So this is a lineup I more prefer, but it does highlight how difficult it is to get to your Rams stacks. And then it also shows like, I can't, Even if I take Puka Nakua out, out, I don't think I have enough money to even, yeah, I can't even get to Cooper Cup or Kyron Williams. So that just goes to show you, yes, everybody's going to want to play for Rams, but it's not going to be easy to get to it. So if you can find that, magical puzzle piece to fit your four ramps together, um, you're going to have a leg up on this slate. So before we get out of here, this is Matthew Stafford at Captain, Puka Nakua, Rams defense, Tutu Atwell, Chris Olave, and Derek Carr. So that's going to do it for today's showdown coverage brought to you by SharpFootballAnalysis.com. Thank you all so much for coming out, and we will catch you all next week. Peace.